This is the Get Up Podcast. This is our first ever podcast here. We're over at PVA Studios right now in Harlem. In Harlem. 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 <laughs> I got my boy Dot here. I got my boy Pharaoh. This is the Get Up Podcast. This is the place that fellas come, you know, when you hit your dude up, you know, hit your fella up, and you're just like, yo, what's good? Let's get up, man. Like, where are we going? Where's, what's a Friday night? Where are we going at? Let's get up, right? So this basically spawned from me and my boy Spence. Uh, you know, we both, both work in the city, and... I was hitting him up just like, yo, let's go get up. Let's get up, you know, go get cigars, whatever the case is. We would go to what? Uh, Soho Lounge? No, uh, no. Nah, nah. We went to um, Lexington Bar and Books. Lexington, Lexington Bar and Books on what? 80, is it 83rd and Lex? No, it's like 70, 72nd. I was so off. <laughs> 72nd and Lex. You see my... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you see my, my uh, sense of direction, right? <laughs> so we, uh, you know, I would hit him up, he would hit me up, and then we would just get together and have um, cigars. But in these cigar nights, these cigar nights were like epic where we over here just talking amongst ourselves, of course, about the shit that's going on. And of course, we'll be talking yeah. about that. I almost want to call that like, what's up? Like, <laughs> what's up now? Like, what the fuck, you know? But yeah, like the one time we, of course, uh, went ahead and met those two like random dudes and one who was uh, like yeah, in uh, health cigar. insurance uh he was in health insurance or some shit like that and then the other dude was in fucking uh well they were both in like healthcare healthcare isn't that the but, craziest thing yeah yeah we just had like a real um they were both like conservatives basically exactly but we were just both like we we had an honest conversation and we were able to kind of discuss these issues from both sides and not get angry and mad and try to body slam each other like certain politicians do so um being able to do that and have those like real discussions and really be able to come at different things from different point of views is kind of how we came up with this podcast where we could discuss issues and yeah. not yeah. not be at each other's throats but really have different points of view and give you a realistic look at some of these issues exactly and the thing is that and and we don't want to um you know not say that what it is is that we are grounded in a, a belief everybody is we're all adults <coughs> here you know uh so we're all rooted in something but you know we have the uh mindset that we could just think about you know random stuff or think about anything should i say with an open mindset we can think about science and that's of course where we have pharaoh over here and um and so you know me and him of course we've known each other for what more than 10 years now yeah it's been a while it's been I a think minute i met now. you in 2008 bro yeah it, exactly. no 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 2006 2007 exactly yeah yeah, yeah we yeah, met yeah. at that, that platforms party exactly um, exactly micro friend and whatnot yeah so um this was, of course, all of this contrived in uh, April. So then I go and I go up to uh, Rhode Island, of course, and because my girl is up there, he's up there, unbeknownst, unbeknownst to anybody else. Uh, but he's up there, and so I'm over here. We'll sidetrack all the shade. We're not going to put the shade in right now. Uh, we're not going to get the umbrella out. Um, but uh, we, of course, I'm. You know, we're we're talking, and uh, we have these, this very deep conversation. So then I hit Pharaoh up, and I'm just like, Yo, what's what's really good? So, um, so yeah, man, like this is, this is get up. So this is where we talk about, of course, ranging from current events, politics, everything ratchet. We can go from ratchet to classy. 
if you want to call it that, you know? Hopefully informative. Informative, though. Yeah, informative. Uh, we have our science topic. You know, Pharaoh is all about the science. He's going to teach us a little bit more. You know, we want to get into something different here at the Get Up Podcast, right? Mind. Exactly. And then, of course, we have a daily dive where, of course, we try deep and talk dive. about, or a deep, deep dive, thank you. Um, a, a, deep, a deep dive where deep? we uh, just talk, we talk about one main topic, but, of course, deeply. So... Um, <laughs> so yeah, so this is a get up podcast, man. And actually I want to go ahead and just start this off, man. Like the stuff that's going on right now. And, um, it's just so much. And the biggest thing is that, um, you know, Donald Trump, I don't want to give him, I don't want to give Donald Trump the main, uh, headline so to speak i don't want to do that but i want but we have to we have to bring this up right now like the shit that's going on with jared kushner and everything right now um this man is actually right now under investigation by the senate they're over here uh you know going to ask him about um going to ask him about uh you know his dealings with russia because this was back in december he contacted kislyak or something like that every day it's ridiculous and i'm just like how is it that we're like still in this fucking mess right now you know and uh but it's like of course i mean i was reading an article too i think i was talking to you guys about it and um this one was you know it was about we shouldn't impeach him you know it's not the smartest idea to well, impeach him like i, I don't think he's going to get impeached at least until 2019 when we have midterms and even then it would take like a year or so to like i feel like he's going to i feel like he would leave office before he's actually impeached by by our congress like you think he'll resign? Well, either that or he'll just get voted out. Like by the time they impeach, even if they impeach him, they still have to try him. Like they can write up his impeachment papers, but they still have to put him on trial. And there's still really not a lot of evidence that he, he in particular yeah. did something wrong. Did us. Like the people around him did something wrong, but they don't know if he in particular if actually he was did tied to it. Exactly. So yeah. exactly. I, I exactly. think he'll just like end up leaving office and there'd be like a wave election way before he actually gets convicted of something. I feel like the what, what liberals want where he gets like taken out of the presidency in handcuffs probably isn't gonna happen. Yeah. yeah no. Personally, I, I also believe that we keep underselling this guy short, and he definitely keeps exceeding expectations. <laughs> Very true. So everyone's expecting him to get impeached and not re- win re-election. Based on his track record right now, he's probably going to not do both. Yeah, I mean, everybody thought, like, for real, like, nobody thought he was going to yeah. win the election. Everybody was like, nobody thought he was going to no, win no, a no, primary no, state. No, 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 People who were paying attention to the data saw the data. All the data showed that the Republicans, the whole race, had ups. And the Democrats, the whole race, had doubts. It wasn't a problem of seeing as people aren't properly educated on how their system works. This is not a people's republic. It's a republic of 50 different states. Each state votes. If you win the majority of states, you win the election. It's not about how many people are in the country. It's about how many states you win. Yeah, but I mean, like, who thought he was going to win Wisconsin and Pennsylvania? Anyone looking at the data. All the data showed he was winning these states. The problem was, it's not a problem of who was winning elections. It's a problem you guys were all watching the same news stations, (laughs) thinking your republic was a people's republic. 
It's not a people's republic. You have to look at each state individually. He was rising in these states throughout the primaries already. Yeah, and of course, um, it was stated, and I, I really don't want to go to you know back into, of course, why it is. How we got here? Please don't rehash. I really, I really don't want to have to go, you know, <laughs> go back painful. in it. But of course, we had a whole bunch of other, uh, you know, uh, mishaps that the Democratic Party is, of course. But you know, besides that, right now, I mean, so just the the main things right now that are going on um, in uh, just in this news cycle, and of course, and let me and let me say this: shouts out to the fucking spice man right <laughs> this man fucking just came back right just came back after a hiatus nobody knew who the fuck he was he was probably hiding behind more bushes and, and shrubbery psycho you know? reevaluation you know reprogramming so, and so who, who was that deputy lady i wanted to look who that was oh that's like mike huckabee's daughter daughter right like i'm gonna look this up right now who is the deputy press secretary it doesn't matter who she is um, i just need i just want to I just want to say, you know, her name, of course, because I don't want to have to. Um, yeah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, yeah, right? Sarah Huckabee Sanders. So she comes in and she replaces uh, Spiceman, and so everybody's like, "Where he's?" A, but of course, then afterwards, he, you know, went to uh, went with uh, Donald Trump to, you know, the Pope and you know everything. What what oh, was that oh, like? So wait. how many places do you guys remember, or do you guys his hear? international trip? Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's, Where well, did he go? Every president has to do that. Where did he go? He went to Saudi. He went to the Arabias first, the Middle East, and then he went to. To do his Europe thing, exactly. To see, meet with NATO. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wait, there was that funny story though. Did you guys hear? There how was he, many funny stories. But did you guys hear how he kept um, Spicer out of meeting the Pope? Yeah, so I heard, and I'm glad that you said that. I actually heard that this man, um, he was actually upset because he didn't get to meet the Pope. Yeah, he's like a hardcore Catholic. Like he's up in, he had like the ass Sunday like stuff Everything. on his. You know yeah. why? You know why the Pope didn't want to meet Trump? <laughs> no, he did. He didn't even want to. The Pope. Meet, the Pope was like, want, uh, look, I have to Trump. meet you because you're president of the United States, and like I'm trying to keep Catholicism still relevant in the, the 21st century. But uh, I'm not meeting with. The, I believe the guy he who actually told Melania uh, a joke about Donald Trump's weight. Uh, I actually the Pope exactly. I can't really cite the source, but I remember I believe hearing that. I mean, that sounds like that me sounds like liberal fantasies, you know. <laughs> and it's so true because you know, liberal you know, I, I, I would want I want to I want to you know actually want to say like I for the most part lean liberal, but you know, and of course at times like I want to be you know I want to be uh, what is it, the word? I'm I'm it's progressive exactly. Exactly, progressive. Yeah. But, anyways, back to back to Sean Spicer. So this man, um, and his first appearance back, right? Uh, just does more. It continues his running around, his marathon of sorts, right? Yeah. So, so this, so he he doesn't answer or answers the questions, but then says, you know, uh, the president doesn't have uh, anything, you know, to say much more about that. And again, the president doesn't have anything. So, so then he uh, he goes through his whatever spiel, right? And then it just says, thank you, thank you. Uh, and all the press start to say again, <laughs> um, Sean, come on, Sean, come on, Sean. And then right afterwards, somebody, one of the press uh, then says, is Kushner fake news? And like, it was like the height of like where everybody was coming down. There was no, there was no one speaking. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. Damn. Right. And I'm just like, damn, like that was kind of just like that, like, 
So is is Kushner fake news? <laughs> no, I mean his whole team between Sean Spicer and Kelly Conway, the, the Kelly and Conway. She just said some shit. Too. She she is a gymnastics of not being pinned down. I, I think I like if, that. if it's Kelly, like that's li- a it's like if lying was in the Olympic, they have like weapons given to them by the gods. Yeah, I, I think it's like one of those things. You know, like when somebody's like evil, but they're also genius. Like yes. Kelly Conway is yes. like that person. Yes. Like if she was not on the Trump team, like I'd be like, she is the most ingenious PR right, person on the right, planet. Right, right. Like, the come, best. Yeah, like the best. The like, best. like we no, you guys have facts. We have our alternative facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you completely. It's like it's like when you're arguing with someone that just hits you in the side. You're like, what the fuck was that for? It changed the whole argument. Yeah, just yes, like, and even like with that, right? Like you were arguing something, and now you're talking about alternative facts. Like he made up like the biggest lie on the planet, but now all you can sit there and talk about are these alternative facts. Like she is like the spin doctor of life. Like I would want her on my team if I was running for office. Anything. Like, if I was doing anything, <laughs> anything, I would rather send her out there to sell it. So I want to say this right now. So this is what she said recently about the Jared Kushner, uh, the Jared Kushner thing. So she said that in fact that. Uh, uh, the son-in-law, Jared Kushner, had every right and responsibility to set up a secret back channel with Russia. In fact, quote, back channels like this are the regular course of business, end quote. So it's just, but you know you would have killed anybody else for doing this. Democrats cannot get away with the things Republicans are getting away with. Ever. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like, ever. Like, Republicans are getting away with things the Democrats could never get away with. Well, that's because, like, I, I feel like the Republican, like, the Republican... Um, Base is far more loyal in the voting booth. Way more loyal. <laughs> hey, and that is way more competent when they come to their allies. Like... Democrats cannot get a story together. Like, how does, like, death panels it's, get out on, of control? Hold on. It's not even about lying. It's that the Republicans, their base doesn't care if they lie. Yeah. Like, their base cares about infidelity. The only thing that Republican governors ever get in trouble for is really infidelity. <laughs> yeah, oh, you cheated on your the, wife? The oh, my goodness. Girl. You're the worst person ever. And, yeah. and they forgive them about that. And I think that's another thing about Republicans. Like, they'll let you get back in the office after you do some shit like that. Jesus forgives. But, like, if you're, like, a but Democrat. they don't forgive gays. <laughs> He oh, doesn't forgive gays. No, no, no. No, they got over that. Who are people? No, they definitely did it. Well, if you're voting for, they're them, definitely not over anything. Anything in regards to, I feel like they have pressure, bigger concerns right now, like the immigration and like. Arabs. But they have that too. They have okay. And and, oh my! And abortion. And abortion is big. So yeah. the shit that happened in Oregon, though, uh, that at, in Portland, where the guy um, ended up. Uh, killing those, uh, killing two guys. He ended up killing two guys. One was Yo, an army vet. Over they, they were defending women. They were, right? Yeah. So he, this guy, this, this this guy was uh, starting to, you know. Uh, and they say there's no good white people. Exactly. They Find lie. his name. Find his name for me. They Find lie. his name for me. But um, so he um, he is yelling and you know screaming absurdities i don't know if anybody saw that one where that guy was on the beach and he was like donald trump is going to deport you and all that stuff he was on the beach right so he's over here yelling grabbing himself you know on his balls and shit and then it's just like then they show a picture of him uh, getting arrested because afterwards <laughs> or actually he he had a a, a mug uh, shot and he was crying jeremy christian jeremy the white supremacist yes. Who uh, killed these two men uh, who were standing up to uh, They have their names. One was an army vet. Let me see. Let me see. And actually, also, I want to shout that out, too. We just passed Memorial Day. Shout out to all Uh, the vets. Rick 
Ricky John. He was the he was the vet. Ari I can't vet? pronounce this other guy's name. He was a, he was in the military, right? Yeah, yeah. Ricky John Best. And they were of course um, heroes. I and he was fifty three years old. And there was a twenty three year old. Uh, I want to say Talisman. Michi. Uh, these two men stood up to this guy Christian, who was uh, yelling at these women, and Christian killed him. And he. And you know what's sad about this? First of all, it's not even sad. I don't think this is a sad event. I think we need to honor these two men as heroes. Yes. And we need to encourage more people to stand up. Definitely. We need to not, stop. Not we phones. need to stop making Americans afraid of death. That is something I think we've lost. This is the home of the free land of the brave. Uh, home of the free land of the brave. Freedom is bravery. True. I Defending can see other I can see people's that. freedom is bravery. When you talk about military and you talk about sitting around, we're telling they're defending people's freedom. That is bravery. Yeah. So we need to build these two men up as heroes and encourage other people to stand up when they see people harassing others. Yeah. It's not right. I agree with that. These men are heroes. They're real men. Yeah. All those other people sitting on the bus who said nothing, they're not real. And of course, and of course, I'm going to add in there that it took Donald Trump like three or so days to say anything. What could he say? He is the reason why the white supremacists are fucking having a rave. This Damn. is a rave era. For Damn. Me. Damn. They're, they're having a rave right Damn. now in America. Damn. So what Damn. did he say? Damn. Who came to his rallies? <laughs> yeah. It's boom times for them. That's, that, that's his base right there. Who's going to shut down? What is it? Um, what's the guy's name? Richard Spencer? The yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, haven't, I haven't heard too much about him recently, actually, which is interesting. <laughs> but yeah, like that—that's his base. That's his core constituency. So if he goes out there, and I don't think, honestly, I don't think, I don't. Trump gets all of his news from from Fox News. So unless this is like all over Fox News and like Hannity's yelling at this, he's not going to mention it. And no, so, he just doesn't know because there's nobody something. else but Hannity now. Yeah, that's let all that's me, left let on me the say, Let me say something <laughs> about uh, Fox, or actually about Donald Trump and Fox News. So he. It's so crazy how he is such a hypocrite, right? So, and of course, he doesn't know. Is it really crazy? It's not because I feel like he was a hypocrite before we Beforehand. elected him president. Like at this point, he's like, like no. I think been. Twitter. I think Twitter definitely heightened that. You know, they it, it put the magnifying glass in his ass because what's going on right now is that he just uh, not too long ago, actually just yesterday or two days ago, uh, on Twitter uh, saying something along the lines of. Um, uh, fake news, right? Everything is about fake news because they don't... Actually, I'm glad I'm, I'm thinking about this right now. So, he always says fake news and then he says it's the fake news is because they say unknown sources or or known sources but just named sources so he comes out and says something along the lines of don't trust any fake news that comes out in states uh or any news that comes out and says that they have um sources you yeah. know uh so of course then it just went back not to like 2012 2013 or something like that where he was like um I have a, a, a credible source uh, stating that, of course, Barack Obama and this whole birther bullshit, yeah. right? So it's like, so you, it's a, you know, you, one way it works for him, the the other way he 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 wants to denounce it, and not even just denounce it, but call it fake news. So also, and I so I kind of veered off on my point, but um, also it's the simple fact that this man 
It, it it just boggles my mind. So uh, this he's too crazy to, to put in the box. Like legit, I uh, love history. I love history. Like he's but he parallels nothing because before at least when people rose to power, they were partly intelligent, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was a part of something more there. Even if it was evil, there was something more there. Yeah, there's nothing more here. Yeah, this guy is is like a rich kid. Who rose to power, and now he's in power? Off of like, what do you do? What do you do with him? You can't do anything with him. Well, he's just like a he's just like a puppet, really. Like I don't even think I don't think he's a puppet. I think he's a puppet. Like so, what? Because I don't puppets have more control than he does. (laughs) That's the problem. We've had puppet rulers. They're controlled. Drop clues, bomb. Like there's no control here. Okay, but what I mean is like like I don't even think he thought he was going to be president. But like the Republicans, the Republican like. In Congress, thought like, oh well, I can get my conservative agenda through, and like Putin was like, oh well, yeah, this is a guy who, if I just tell him some shit, he's going to do it. So like, he's just up there, and now he doesn't know what the fuck to do. And everybody's like, oh yeah, well, you know, pass these tax cuts, pass this like crazy ass healthcare reform bill that he has, and like Putin's like, oh yeah, disregard NATO, and like he just starts doing these things. Like he doesn't have like any kind of ideology or any kind of core like belief system that he's trying to enact. He's yeah. just kind of doing what other people tell him to do. Mm. Mm. But see, that's wherein lies the problem. I don't believe that. I do not believe Donald Trump is doing what he's told to do. He said it because if he was doing what he told to do, the conservative agenda would be moving a little more smoothly. He just said about Putin that Putin told him to have Kislyak and. Oh, you're talking about that meeting? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. He said, he said Putin, but that's light. That's light. You're talking about things Putin really wants, like the rolling back of the missile defense system. That has not happened. Oh. It's been delayed, and even he was like, "Oh, I don't think we should pay for it. I think Korea should also pay for it." But in no way, shape, or form has that been halted. True. So you're we're saying these things. What real things has 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 uh, Putin got from Trump so far? A well, more I mean, divided world, a more unsure Middle East. We were getting those things already. Yeah, but I mean, we still had a very strong alliance with NATO before he got up there, and it's like, oh well, yeah, you guys need to pay your freight. Okay, or I but, might pe- not be in there. but I mean, hold on, hold on. People have been saying NATO, the other countries in NATO, need to pay more for years. This is not a new concept. That's a truth. NATO, other countries in NATO, need to pay more into the alliance. Yeah, that's but, a fact. And he said that, didn't he? Yeah, but everyone he says that. Everyone says that's not a that's not something we disagree on. No, that's definitely a fact. Like the percentage of their GDP that they pay for their defense is not adequate. But it's one thing to like say that to that person in private. It's one thing to talk about your husband to some other girl's face. Like you, you, when you're doing diplomatic stuff, you go up there, you say all the diplomatic things, and then you use your back channels to say these things. Him going out there and actually putting it out there puts massive crap. Especially when he says like, I might not enforce the part of the treaty where I come to your guys' defense if somebody attacks you. Like, that's a big statement to make You're out right. Loud. You're <laughs> right. But right now, right now, everything going on in the world has to come around to the fact that America is always hopping involved. Right now, we pay more and give more to the peace that the world has li- has lived in since the end of World War II. They II. did say that too. At this to that. point in I time, the world Post. is starting to hate us for policing them, but the peace that people are experiencing right now in the world is unprecedented. <laughs> there is less violence in the world today than there's ever been before. Why? Because America's policing the world. So you're complaining about these things, and now we have problems at home because America is becoming broke trying to police the world. This is what happened to Rome. 
Rome was so spread thin, policing the whole Mediterranean, its large empire, that at home, it wasn't taking care of the things it needed to take care of, and life deteriorated at the core. Yeah, because the if TPP, you want, he killed that. The yes, Pacific, if you he, truly he want, it's not about the trade deals. If you truly want to continue this level of peace in the world, look where you, all the countries you can travel to. All the real violence associated is really in a few, a few areas. If you want to continue this level of peace that's unprecedented, President. then you need American involvement. America is now saying to the world, I can't afford it. My people aren't doing great at home. So these other countries who you've, you've built up in this time of peace, you've had time. So are you Put saying, the money in. So is that a, what standpoint is that? Is that a, it's the honest standpoint. But not an honest. If we're no, it's real. That, if we're not going to, but I'm saying if we're you not You want to put like parties that. on these sides and that's the problem. This is not a party issue. This is the world. I got you. If you're doing the math, this is the thing. One country has given its all to get you this level of peace. It's unprecedented. You have a global economy Stop like. hitting the sorry, damn thing, You have a man. global economy like never before. <laughs> yeah. All right, you have peace in the world like never before. Private rates and child birth, child rates are down like never before. Are they going to go up now? Do you think? It's not about going up. You think people are just going to start fucking? It's like if you pull back America, and we're not saying we want to pull back. We're saying we can't afford the level we're at. The other countries who are now doing well need to put money in the So Actually, so when you say... You said like they are saying or in regards to the, who is saying that? The budget. Look at your country's budget. Well, we put more So the money. government right now, right? Can we say so basically right now you're you're speaking of a they. You're, it almost seems like you're speaking of an actual tangible actual so America. I'm thinking, stop I'm hitting talking, the fucking It's too close. No, it's yeah, too stop put it. Uh. What can we do? Anyways, so <laughs> But I'm, yeah, so I so um what I'm saying is that it's just like it sounds like you're saying it has to be a party line because it's a tangible fact you said the government no, 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 no. the government no, 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 no. is who you the people american people your tax dollars are comprised of who of paid for the peace Republicans, in the world democrats all right progressives okay okay but these people aren't thinking on the same page right now what donald trump's talking about as far as people paying more that's a real statement that's a real issue. The problem is he's crazy, and there's all these other crazy things in there. But if you can filter that out and talk about America's place in the world right now and what the world has become since the end of World War II and what you want to see going forward, we need more money to keep this up. We can't pay for this by ourselves. Right now, America puts more money into United Nations than any other country. We put more money into NATO than any other country. Where is the money coming from? And and sorry, this is actually yeah. just to add on to what you were saying. But um, didn't wasn't what was that speech that he gave? I mean, we do have to move on. To science. What, what did what, what is that? I'm just letting y'all know. Yeah, what is that speech that he, <laughs> he gave? <says> that. <laughs> what is that speech that he gave? Time. We did say that. Fuck your speech. Time. But we so much to talk about all right so all right so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead i mean honestly we'll see exactly how much this science this science piece in be quick. To what pharaoh uh, wants to actually talk about here nah, i'd be quick I, I think so because i'm thinking we can still use the the next his time well that's only five minutes so go ahead well you, no, it's quick. you have like two minutes i just now. yeah, yeah no, i just want to update you like the coolest thing going on in science right now is the juno mission uh we just got some new results back from jupiter as you know the if you may not know the juno pro reached uh jupiter last year around july Please so explain about that a, for us, for for all right. For so basically, like basically, we're studying like the, the different people. planets now, and as you know, Jupiter is the largest gas planet in our solar system. 
Mm-hmm. It's actually the hugest of all the planets. Right. All right? So now scientists are wanting to get a better understanding of our universe because we have the Kepler mission, which is finding planets all over the place. So now we're finding gas planets four and five times the size of Jupiter and other solar systems. So to get a better understanding of how gas planets work, we sent a probe out to Jupiter. Gotcha. Now, right now, this probe is starting to send back information that is completely reevaluating everything we thought about Jupiter. So what did we think like, about Jupiter? Before, you, they thought that Jupiter is basically a gas planet and all the real gas activity and um, uh, inter, um, inter-separation of gases really happens at the surface okay. because that's where the sunlight is. And on Earth... All the activity is happening really because of the sunlight. And as you get to the point where there's no sunlight, it's going to kind of be a bunch of mixed gases. Maybe there's a core, maybe there's not. What they're finding is that is not true at all. Jupiter is something different all over the place. Sure. Uh, there's gases mixing in ways they didn't uh, for. There's more uh, complete ammonia level there. They're not sure if the core is even there. And if it's there, it might be, like, rocky ice with, like, holes in it. Shit. Yeah. So, everything they thought was wrong. And the, the way that Juno measures the planet is, one, by its gravity, two, by its microwave, and then a the third time by the magnetic field around the planet. And so far, it's been dipping in low altitudes every 51 days and then sending back data. So, this is probably one of the coolest things we have going on because as we learn more about our solar system in space, it makes us more you know, it just tips a step forward to becoming an interplanetary species. So, you know, the motion of Mars is coming up. So, we have to understand these different planets out there to understand where human beings can go next. Well, that is interesting. And that's why we call this the getup, so that we just can talk about random shit sometimes. And this random shit is not really random shit because no, it's actually real. something that we really need to possibly, you yo, know. Yo, yo, I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't even tell you the part. There are, there are celestial lights. You know the lights we have in the Northeast? Yeah. They have those on Jupiter and the poles right now, and it's beautiful. (laughs) The North Pole of Jupiter is nothing but a massive cyclone storm. Shit. Yeah, I mean, I think all this stuff is kind of interesting in that, like... You know, the news cycle is 24-7, and it's all, like, Trump. Like, what is Kushner doing? Why does his bulletproof vest look so cool? But in reality, there's, like, real stuff going on. There's real science going on. There's real, you know, research going on that are we they really be discussing. To put, are they so, even like, trying to put money into science? I mean, granted, that's the Yeah, EPA, yeah. The, the, first of all, originally, the Juno mission, the way it was funded, it would have been defunded by now. It was supposed to travel around a few times and then hit a low altitude like 14 days instead of 51 but after checking like the propulsion system it wasn't able to do it so they decided to fund it up so now it's going to be a month longer mission they'll ask for funding again i think next year so all right so we shouldn't be hearing back anything for some time no we're hearing back stuff like but like when do you think that they're gonna oh we just got another update we'll get another update in like 51 days okay all right so let's go ahead and move on to our deep dive right now we actually just we spoke about i feel like it was a lot but it also wasn't a lot uh, at the same time uh but let's Let's go ahead and get into immigration. Let's see exactly what else. I mean, yeah, there's a lot that just da, da, happened. Da. <laughs> there's so much more in current fucking events right Deep now that we have to talk about. But anyways, <laughs> we, we can get into that later. Um, so basically, what the deep dive is is we want to take a specific issue this week. We're going to be doing immigration, and we're really going to dive deeply into it. We're going to discuss different aspects of it and really try to spend some time kind of decoupling it and seeing how we feel about it. 
currently right now in the United States, there are around 11 million illegal immigrants in the country. And when Trump first came to office, he came in by defining them all as rapists and drug dealers and saying that we need to do something about this problem. He proposed building a wall on our southern border to get rid of that problem. And people laughed at him. <laughs> like a bad joke. Yeah, because like also he wanted to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to get Mexico to pay for it. I, and then Mexico know. was like, nah, nigga, we're not doing that. Yeah, they really said, I'm not paying for this fucking wall. Fuck you. <laughs> so now he's trying to get the American public to pay for it. So um, we'll see what happens with that. But um, I just want to get everybody's feelings in here. How do you feel about the immigration problem that we have now? How do you feel about what we what should we do about the 11 million immigrants who live in the country currently? That's actually a very good question. Um, I don't know, actually, to tell you the truth. I, I just feel like they, uh, they, they bring so much to society right now. But I know that Farrell actually has a, a lot more to think, you know, a lot more about. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not a, I mean first of all, one, you got to think about long term. This is your country you're thinking about. All right, eleven million illegal immigrants. But that's don't a, they add something? Don't they add something to the very large number of people to and come doing into a your lot. country illegally? They're doing now, a lot. Odd job now, that we wouldn't want to do. The majority of the number, I believe, are people on visas, right? Um. Well, the majority. Of- the majority of the, the way that they get into the country usually yeah. isn't by running across the border. They usually fly in on visas, let their visas overstay, and they stay in the country. Yes, which means that we actually have information on the whereabouts of majority of the elite. Tell these people to go. Your visa's up. <laughs> like, it's, it's like I don't understand. Like, you arrest the yellow black boys for a little bags of weed, but you won't enforce the fucking immigration policy that lets people and, overstay. And actually, like, they, that's my real only issue. And they did like, say, they did say actually that that was the, that, that's the, what in regards that's to That's like the, the most, main portion yeah, of the immigration. Exactly. It's people who we know are Already here, here exactly. who have on overstayed visas, their visa. Tell H1, them it's time to H1, go. Exactly. I don't, I don't even get why that's such an issue but to I think say your visa's up. You got to go now. But it's not. All right. So I know, you know, I know actually a few people who um, were here on, um, excuse me, um, on work visas. And um, they, you know, just stayed. There was no policing of it. There's no policing. No, but that's the main argument. Okay. Like, we don't police it. Like, that's that's what what it sounds like. Literally, people are upset that we don't police our immigration policy as a nation. Well. I feel like that's kind of a false narrative. I mean, if you looked at the height of the Obama administration, they deported something like 435,000 yeah, people. Yeah, yes, yeah. but are those visas or those illegal crossings? I think those might be more illegal crossings. No, exactly. Illegal. No, no, those are people who they found in the U.S. who are illegal. Now, they, a portion of them may be illegal crossings, but even if that's the case, about 53% of them were people who are non-criminals. So they're people who they just found and told to get Get out. Time to leave. But see, here's my problem. Why do people get upset about that? Why do people get upset about deportions when we have... Like, that's my other thing. If you tell a liberal that someone deported someone, they get upset. And I'm like, you haven't asked nothing. You're just <laughs> mad that your country's deporting people. Yeah. And I don't get that. Yeah, I, I feel that, like... For, I feel like you're 100% right. And I think that's the problem with how liberals approach this. The fact of the matter is, if you come into this country illegally or if you stay in this country illegally, you broke the law. So if somebody catches you, they have the right to send you back and they should send you back because we have laws in this country. This is how we abide by. Now, if you want to come up with a better structure or a better immigration policy so that these people can stay in here and contribute to the society, that's another issue. But being mad that somebody broke the law and then somebody got persecuted for breaking that law. That's yeah, we really, not a real. Yeah, we can't really 
biggest yeah, issue. Yeah, that's. The, I mean, <laughs> but, but see that. But see, that's right where now, we get confused. I think see, that's no, no, a lot no, no, no. But see, right now, that's the policy argument. That is the policy yes. argument we have. Yeah. You have one side saying enforce the law. You have another side saying no. So how do you? What is your country? I don't even know how we talk about immigration with these people today because it's emotional. Yeah. How well, do you maintain a country? And then here's the thing: the majority of people coming into the country are undereducated. So at a time when ignorance and poverty, poverty are rising in America, the majority of you people you're bringing into the country hmm. are uneducated and poor. Well, How the, does that lead to a brighter future that's for your nation? There's different levels of uh, contributor. <laughs> but also, like they do contribute to the society. It's just not in a way that that we we like to visualize so if you really look at for instance if you look at arizona amazon arizona came up with a draconian kind of deportation process where they were going to find everybody and they poured them out yeah when they did that the economy shrank by two percent facts um if you look at a state like california california needs yes. these workers yes. they need these need workers them. desperately need for them. the farms huh? yes. for their farms so yeah, if you yeah. look at a place like napa valley for instance mm -hmm. guess how much a farmhand makes in napa valley harvesting their grapes like four dollars right huh like four dollars right no they make forty one thousand dollars a year they get 401ks. They get they that's have to. new. They get they retirement plans. They new. have to now because because yes. when the whole thing with ICE, I mean, they were you know when of course all of that really really started hitting. That's when a lot of that. But then, but they still can't get people to take the jobs. I heard they can't get Americans to take those jobs because yeah. Americans won't take those jobs. Yeah. First and of all, the, here's why. We're, we're here's why. All right. If, it's not even that. And look at your last history of America. <laughs> you've been working in factories. Yeah. You've been true. working in this. You've been working in. Now you want me to go back to the farm. Because the, <laughs> the factories closed? Like, that's what you're asking. You're asking people who used to work in factories who no longer have a job to go back to the farm. True. And, and that's gonna, why they're not doing it. <laughs> they're not going to do it. And, and the thing about it Nobody is, wants which, is which is interesting. And ICE is trying to take people who are trying to do it. <laughs> right. I mean, and I think the other problem is um, with this policy is that when you start really kind of indiscriminately doing this, and I think this kind of harkens back to what you were saying about arresting African Americans for a dime bag of weed. Right? When you start kicking down doors of people who have done nothing wrong other than cross the border, what you really end up doing is promoting crime in those areas. If you look at Los Angeles, for instance, ever since Trump came into office, the reporting of rapes is down 20%. This isn't because Trump is really great at decreasing the crime rate. It's because these people won't report it because when they do report it they'll get deported so i feel like i mean i feel like these people have done something wrong and i feel like there should be a policy for them to kind of repay that but i don't believe that sending ice agents around checking brown people's papers is a is a proper policy for that i think yeah. we need to have something kind and of and also to interject something that just recently happened but see, i don't like that what i don't like when people tie immigration into like a black american experience like brown people's papers like these people oh, we're black people brown people like, are supposed to what be i'm saying though like what is going to discriminate you, you from a dominican like who's dominicans the don't you? think they're black either they don't think they're black but when these one of these dudes from freaking but south dominicans, carolina but for, first of all dominicans <laughs> are, didn't think dominicans he was black are people that have a high likelihood of illegal immigrants here. tiger woods didn't think he was black Facts. until he got arrested that's true no dominicans I mean, typically come here more legally than the other latin american countries i'm I'm just saying, do you really Our trust problems some, are from the continental places? Do you really trust some officer from northern Tennessee to discriminate between who is a Dominican and who's a Mexican? Yeah, like no, they're they, gonna be checking see, all of our papers. They here, think they're all bad hombres. But see, here's the problem. So now you're saying so now you're saying that if we enforce the immigration policy, 
that I'm as a black person are going to come under more heat from the police. And it's better just to let people come here illegally so the police will not be out here checking black people. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. The tie-in I'm getting from you guys? No, no, no. Actually, that's a good point. And that's what I I think we need to differentiate against. Hold on. Say that again. Sorry. What you just said. What did you miss? We got it. No, say it again. What you just said. So based on the flow of the conversation, there's a tie-in to saying that if we increase immigration spending on getting these people out it would only increase law enforcement's intensity on black americans because they're not going to discriminate against who's going to be out here checking their ID, leading to more interactions between black people and police which don't end in our favor i don't know if i fully agree with that narrative well, I, I think that's a I think that's a very great point, and I also think that leads into kind of the next portion of our conversation, um, because I think there's a really big difference between enforcing border patrol and enforcing the amount of people who come into the country illegally, and how you police the population that's already here, police those neighborhoods. So if you look at the flow of people coming across the border illegally that actually peaked in 2005 at 2005 there were 1 1.7 million illegal immigrants crossing the border per year that's actually have gone down 90 percent to the levels it's at now which is a hundred what it's 170,000 immigrants crossing well, why the border did the levels year. go down they went down basically because because under- they increased deportation and trump yes. started talking about and they were not out. trying to come here like well that's the said, only that. the only reason the levels <laughs> have gone down is because america has made a more aggressive stance and not being okay with illegal that's immigration I agree. no no that's, that's exactly, a dead fact yes. yeah, that's exactly right so if you look over the time period basically what happened is we invested over i think it is like 137 billion dollars <laughs> in, in border enforcement and we also started arresting people so back in the day when you tried to cross the border they you, would, just you could just you back yeah they would just send you back like okay cool go back people would camp out and try to do it the next day now they put your ass in jail and they're like you're gonna sit in jail for and three months and then go back so now they don't want to do that um so but all those tactics led to people stop coming yeah i think immigrants yeah. from mexico have dropped like 50 percent yeah, just because they know of and of course since obama to took off and all this stuff exactly why because now it's not Scared an easy country to come into like isn't that real though can't you say that based off these numbers that beforehand we were too open with our borders yeah. and too freelance with our immigration policy because as soon as we tightened up what happened yeah, America they, they, was not, you know, an easy place to get into, so we're not going to come. Yeah, I mean, I, I one of the biggest questions I always have for liberals is, like, why is this a contentious point? Like, why would you argue here? Like, I, I understand the argument for a path to citizenship. I understand the argument for, like, amnesty and things like that. I understand it. I don't, I don't understand amnesty. I don't, I don't. Unless you have kids here. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, you had a kid here. Your kid's American. I'm not going to leave it. I'm not going to put the kid in the system. But that's what. But all right. so, what do you say about that now? When I don't when, think that's a. First of all, people say look, that it's a loophole, but it's an out. American loophole. I think it's a loophole we should keep. If you can come here and pop out an American so baby, yeah, cool. So We're going to put Stay that yet. kid in our free education. Yeah. And here's the thing: that kid has to be vaccinated. Yeah. That kid has to go to our schools, and we expect good things from that kid. <laughs> all right. But that's. That's what it is. Like, I don't mind that. I, I, I think there is some argument for sometimes it being abused more at different eras than at others. But if you're at the levels of immig- illegal immigration crossing right now, it's fine. I don't think they're a problem. I think the levels we have right now are decent. They're normal. Yeah, I think like if we're they've looking... They've normalized. <laughs> 
I, I understand why amnesty is like a non-starter for people, right? Because like if I get caught with some weed, I'm going to jail. You're going to jail, and that guy's right? probably going to punch you in the face. Yeah, basically. So like, no, why he's do you... not going to punch you in the face. He's going to kill you. Yeah, you might shoot me and not get. Yeah, him. So yeah. like, why do you get to not only not only get a free ride, but benefit from the fact that you broke the law? Yeah. So like, I, I feel like there should be some sort of punitive action towards them. But that being said, I feel like they need to be. In the economy, because those no. are people, I, I, they do. Like, if you look at the all these no, what, stuff like what, that, no, no, like, no. what has happened is, which what's happened is, is because we were too loose with our immigration policy, we've now built up an economy based on illegal immigration. It's a flaw. How loose were we? We need. <laughs> How many was the peak? <laughs> what was That's the peak? Real loose. That's what was wobbly. The peak? It was like 2005. There was a peak or something. That was wild. It was I mean, loose. <laughs> so it's like it's a false narrative. Was what I'm saying. You've built up your mind the economy on something wrong. You're gonna have to fix the problem. What's that mean? You have to take some people out. You're gonna lose a little GDP. But in losing a little, you should replace it getting back to standard. Yeah, but I mean, you're going to replace it with automation. I mean, these people aren't going to. Hey, hey. They don't hey. want to. They don't want the to replace biggest that with problem, The uh, biggest problem we have is in the farming industry. Yes. Americans don't want to farm. All right. If Americans don't want to farm, why are we bringing people over to farm when we ha- and they do have machines? And I did it. It's a real argument. It's a real argument. We should bring over. But with that, that's a reform issue. That's a legal issue. Congress needs to pass a better law migrating or uh, legalizing migrant farmers for that industry. But also, it's a simple thing. But fix. also, isn't, isn't it if you, um, a lot of people also, also aren't farming or went away from the farming because they uh, either were paying, they were paying those uh, overseas producers that, of course, they when they, of course, exported it. Or imported it, I mean, then it would be you know less money than that. Of course, that's a that's more. Isn't that like a whole different that, topic? No, no, no. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, oh, okay. that's, that's more like tariffs and stuff. We're okay. talking about uh, uh, labor, a labor, a labor, a labor uh, deficiency for a particular industry. But I'm saying, isn't that farming? Why? No, 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 no. It doesn't no, no. have to no, do. With no, no, it, it's not. And it different industries, It's true. That's more particular per product. We're talking about the farming industry as a whole. Mm. And I, All right. As a whole, there is a little bit of a labor discrepancy in farming. So they bring migrant workers over to work the farms because Americans don't want to do it. Pass a law that oh, that fixes that hole. Yeah, I think the the main issue, and I I, I do agree with you that. The reason our, our, a lot of our labor force is based on illegal immigration is because we don't have a legal policy to allow them to come in. Yes. So I feel like, and that's why I was kind of agreeing with you in that that a lot of this are policy issues. We don't have a specific policy to, like, why is it that there are 170,000 people who are willing to run across a desert and swim across a, a river to get into this country, and we have a bunch of people in California who need workers? Like... I think one of the biggest problems is that we have a uh, immigration policy based on family ties. If you're here, we allow your family to come in. We you allow your immediate that. family members to come in, and then we allow some other relatives based on preference. Yeah. What we really need is a policy based on skills, and not only high skills. Like a lot of people think when they think skills, they're like, "Oh, we only need these high skill workers, and it's going to discriminate against black and brown people," which is one false narrative that. Black people aren't educated, but we can get into that later. No, because Nigerians kick everybody's shit. butt. Right, right, right. That's, a, that's another narrative that we can get into later. But also, we do need to have a policy that lets low-skill workers in to come and work on these farms. Because the fact of the matter is that if you're a small business owner, you should be for um, allowing more immigrants in. Because you need you need lower um, lower price labor. You can't afford to pay 41 
thousand dollars per worker when you're selling grapes for three hundred and fifty dollars a a ton. Like that's just not going to work for you. <laughs> so you you I it's one of the funny things is like these these farmers out here they all voted for trump who's restricting illegal immigration and then they have no workforce and they're confused they don't know what's going on um that's the reason you killed They've your been workforce confused about a lot of but things. i think you really <laughs> know about obama value point about a skill-based immigration system yeah merit-based immigration system if we're bringing people in we should be bringing them in for a specific a specific job or because their students becoming educated now i'm not a huge fan of refugee policies some people oh, yeah, are get into that in a yeah some people yeah some <laughs> people are but if you're bringing people into this country i believe there are a lot of skill sets and jobs that we as americans aren't getting enough of yeah. engineers mathematicians and you have to outsource so yeah. we need to bring those people in. And, and, uh, farmers, we yeah. don't have enough field hands. We got to bring them in. I, I think it's one of those things where, like, I feel like nobody can really have a real conversation about immigration. Like, I feel like if you want to have immigration policy, what you would do is you would look at your workforce. You would see what you're missing. How many mathematicians are you missing? How many farm yes. hands are you missing? Yes. And then you go, okay, how do we recruit those people? How do we get them into the country? Yes. And then you allow that amount of people to come into the country. Like, that's a realistic immigration I policy. Like um, so I don't want to, like, like... You know what it is? Like you do a, a census for people, we should have a job census. A job census. Based on the job census, every 10 years, 5 years, yeah. 6 years, we set our immigration policy based on our job census. I mean, that, that would not be a bad system at all. I mean, not to get like off topic, but yeah. I think that's part of the problem with American government is that we don't base a lot of our decisions on information. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everybody's mad. Like, for oh, instance, oh, like, like ICE is running and we don't have. But like, like, how many workers do we need? Is there something out there that says that? That's we fake don't news. Base the that's, system that's off information. <laughs> like information. Like, let's do a study real quick. See how many workers we need. And you know what's funny? Facts. Every time somebody calls for a study, all those lobbyist group who know the study. These will lose their little established industries money, yeah. throw money and make it rain at the politicians, and then yeah. that's why those things never go through. Yo, smoking, the study. smoke studies took so long to get through. They all had the study so long. beforehand. They knew what was going on. You know on. who eventually paid for the smoke studies? <laughs> the smoke companies. <laughs> they said, I'm done with this shit. That 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 smoking ad you always see, tobacco runs that. <laughs> tobacco runs that, yeah. Yeah, tobacco truth, funds truth their anti-smoking yeah. campaign. Truth is tobacco. They are the ones who run it. <laughs> well, they have to. All right, all right. Because right. oh. guess what? It's the best smoking ad they can get on TV. <laughs> Don't smoke. Why not? Because you look cool like this. <laughs> and then people are like, well, that did look cool, though. <laughs> I mean, they got Mad Men on TV. I wonder who's funding that. Yeah. Like, but um, I, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. But, um, Farrell, you have a very interesting idea of um, refugee policy and how we should deal with refugees. Do you want to dive into that a little bit? Yeah, I don't, I don't believe we should take in refugees. At all. At Any places pull. at places that Point we're actively at war with. And I know people here, do you remember? The biggest argument that people make today for taking refugees all is because of Hitler. Oh, we didn't let the Jews in and Hitler killed a whole bunch of them. Hitler was a madman. He was crazy. So Hitler what? rose to power. Hitler rose to power because the other countries around him refused to compromise and were forcing Germany to pay Germans to pay reparations. So, so let me give for you, what? Let me. So what about the that um, issue that happened in Australia? This was like a few months back or several months back, where uh, Trump yelled at the Australian Prime Minister and he said. 
said that we are not going to take any of their refugees, but Obama did say that he was going to take in. So do you, what do you think about that? Right now, right now, anyone you're taking in as a refugee, the prospects of them doing well in our country right now is not extremely high. Mm. Only because of what we have seen from the, besides the Jews, besides the Jews we took in after World War II, besides them, from what we've seen the refugees, it hasn't been a positive experience for them. They're not assimilating well. They're not reaching higher education. They're becoming poor. Mm. And they're becoming associated with crime-ridden neighborhoods. So right now, we don't even have a good policy for incorporating refugees into our system. Okay, like, I'm going to agree with you on a certain portion of that, and I'm going to disagree with you on another. Get him. So... <laughs> no, no, it's not even like that. It's, it's, so you're you're absolutely right at the fact that when we incorporate refugees into um, American society, they don't do well. And part of the problem in America is that while we see it as the great American dream, right? You come here, you're poor, you work hard, you do well. That is actually not the case at all in America. Why though? It's really it's because well, it's we've because been funding. Policy. No, because we've been funding the majority of your funding as taxpayers has been going to policing the world. So instead of building up America to be a place where you can incorporate these refugees, all our good money has been going to maintaining the level of peace you see in the world today. Well, partially, and it's also because we cut taxes so that rich people can stay rich and become more rich. Yeah, you're not taxing those um, guys. So, and also, where's your money it's, coming it's from? Because the it, poor. <laughs> it's because like a dumb, Facts. a dumb refugee policy. Facts. So, for instance, like if you look at um, Somali refugees in Minnesota, they have a 27 percent unemployment rate. Damn. Why are you putting Somali refugees in Minnesota when you can't have workers in California and North Carolina? That doesn't make much sense to me. Where to work the needed. farms, right? Where yeah, like, like exactly. and they're like they are an agrarian culture. Like part of the problem is that they come from a culture where there's not much Im- um education because they come from a slave colony like so like if you want to really kind of introduce them into that culture what you need to do is find a way for them to have funds and also build schools around them so they can acculturate to us but the the portion i do disagree with you on is that when you say that you know um we saved Hil- um jews from hitler because he was a madman do you think assad we didn't is that's why we feel bad yeah about we feel it. bad about it but um, like, assad is a madman like assad just gassed a bunch of his people do you feel like we shouldn't get involved in that we're taking in the refugee we shouldn't do this why first of all first of all first of all one one it's not just syria all right you're talking about a a regional problem that's been going on for almost 10 years now these are not just syrian refugees these are refugees from From all over the middle east Yep. You have, like, you can say, oh, the majority of them are good, blah, 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 blah. But you don't know what these people have been through. And if you're taking them <laughs> here, hold on. If you're taking them here, who's left to rebuild the country? America wasn't founded because the founding fathers ran off with the Indians when the British came. That's not how countries are founded. Countries are founded when people stay and fight for the nation they want. Taking in refugees undercuts one of the most fundamental rules of human governing and nation building that people if they want their country to be better must stay fight and die for it preach brother if you preach. are running then you preach. are only giving madmen power uh. and allowing for evil to be maintained yes. in the world uh. our current refugee policy around the world is not 
in any way establishing I peace I in it. the world. I love that. This I, is a fact of human nature. Damn. And the fact of the Ooh. history that we've been presented with the last 5,000 years. I mean, I think that would be valid if, Shit, they were, if it was like a fair contest. I mean, if you look at Syria right now, it's not like it's this equal battle of wills and mights. No, it's like one civilian population getting gassed to death and another one being backed by Russia. They're gassing each other. They're not gassing each other. No, one side is no, gassing the other no. side. It is Fuck not me. one side. That's the other argument. It's there both are sides. There are three what, sides. sides. Like no, no. Three there are three sides in the I, Syrian war. ISIS? And no. You have the ISIS. Yes. Then you have the progressive Syrian army, whatever they call yes, themselves. Yeah. And then you and have then the you main have, governor yeah, side. Yeah. All right? There are three There are three fundamental yeah. aspects to this war. You're making it a left-right thing. It's not left-right. There's, There's three, three people yeah. fighting for control in this country. That's why there is. That's why. I think Obama said that in one of his... Uh, in one of his town halls, he was like, Syria, Syria is not an easy, it's yeah. not an easy and then, You then, can't just and go in there ISIS, and try and ISIS give, controls yeah. territory spanning two countries. Yeah. Part of it, Syria. So this is not a simple A, B, pick your Just child. don't, yeah, don't send All right? troops it's in that It's complicated. Yeah, I'm not saying And you need to send people back in their country to figure out their country shit. I'm not saying taking ISIS refugees or taking Assad army refugees. I'm saying take refugees who are sitting in the middle of this who are just trying to be human beings and getting gas. I mean, like... Brother, brother, like, brother. What else are they supposed brother, to do? Brother, brother, there are 7 billion human beings on this planet. You belong... To the great nation with the largest army at this moment. Right now, we have maintained peace in the world since World War II. And our policy of refugees has I mean, shown again and again that they do not allow these countries to build stable nations after you take these refugees. Um, you have to send these people back to build their countries. I don't know if that's like the solution to that problem. It is the rule of human nature. How do countries form? How did America form? They rebelled oh. against their other country there. There are countries that have been taking down tyrants for years. Typically, a new nation forms when they kill the king. And they say, you know what? I don't want to be ruled by one guy anymore. Let's vote and shit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like power, to, I feel power to the people. Dead ass. But I'm, those people have to win the war. If I'm, they leave, they don't win. True I'm, or false? Well, because that's a much more nuanced argument. I mean, like, if you're really thinking about the American Revolution, right, the government that they were rebelling against was all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, and they were colonizing yep. another place. Yep. It'd be Facts. one thing, so, like, if you're looking at Great Britain, it'd be one thing if the people within Great Britain rose up and destroyed the king there. Uh, totally how did thing. Great Britain get a parliament and, re and force the king to take uh, 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 powers uh, decreased of his full right? Yeah, <laughs> revolution, brother. Yeah, I know you're <laughs> they about, did it. <laughs> All right, that's why the queen doesn't rule with absolute authority in Britain anymore. I know you're talking about like the Magna Carta and stuff like that, but that was within the nation, and they forged like little concessions. It wasn't like they just took out the the king in one fell swoop. They didn't get rid and of also, the king. You're right, but also, in order to get to this level where the people have more power, there was conflict. There was conflict, but it's also like a different time. They killed like, a few kings before that. Well, that's true. They didn't have these. Uh, they didn't have gases like kings, they do now. <laughs> English kings like, have been dragged out the castle and killed by the people. I think yeah. it was easier then. Yeah, it's easy. like one thing if you're both fighting muskets. It's another one when one has an Abram tank and the other one has a pistol. Yeah, like it's it's a different type of AR-15 <laughs> or some shit. So you're saying right some now shit. that the problem in the Middle East is that the rebels who are trying to fight Assad don't have the same level of weaponry. No, I think the problem right now is that they've lost, and I just don't want to see them get mad. Massacred because it's over for them. Why read your history? 
This is I mean, humans. I mean, you're the trying, you're, you have a dream about what people are. People are animals. Lions <laughs> fighting for place in the world. At some point, one group of lions is going to get wiped out, and that other group is going to establish territory and move on. The only thing we've added different to our human behaviors is politics. That sounds so. We draconian. have a United Nations that allows yeah. us to talk about things, and we avoid so wars. Now, once a war has one has, once a war has taken off, it has to play out, or you can try your bad channels negotiation. But right now, the Syria thing is too split and too fragmented for any back channel negotiations to work out. The war has to end. Some side has to win for us to then negotiate whoever the winner is. Right now we're trying to help one side win. But in helping one we how much money yeah, we did can. we spend how much money did we spend and only get like four soldiers in trying to build the Syrian army? We spent almost a billion dollars trying to build an army in Syria. We got three soldiers out of a billion dollars. You could have hired Americans to go fight there for cheaper. <laughs> no. Like, you're saying these things, but we've tried and it didn't work. We tried to build them an army to fight Assad. They didn't want it. They rejected us. No, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting forward policy to win or decide the Syrian conflict. What I'm saying is that people who are losing that war, if they don't want to stay there and get massacred, they should be able to come to the U.S. No, that's my that's my main that's my Why? main point. Because I just I feel like if we have a if you have a country that's able to take them in, if we have jobs for them to do, we don't we have, have the jobs though. We don't. Where the jobs? Your graduate college students can't even find jobs. People, right people now. in Pennsylvania will definitely tell you that they don't have jobs. They don't have jobs. Well, well, most they should of the move states... to California and pick some grapes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I don't. Okay, see, and motherfucker. Like, <laughs> if they're mad, like if they're mad, if they're mad, there are jobs. Like I'm just saying, like it's not like there's a lack of jobs. It's a lack of jobs that but they see, want to but do. See, but see, but see, that's the problem with your refugees from these countries. A few years ago, these countries were actually not half bad. Some of these people aren't farmers. They're used to be lawyers. There used to be doctors. Most of these, I know a lot, these lot of a lot of taxi cab drivers here in the city who were like, "I was a doctor in India." Yeah, like, like so you're sucks. talking, and now you want him to pick grapes. He got the same <laughs> privileged idea as the American. Yeah. I was a doctor. I'll drive a cab before I pick some grapes in Cali. <laughs> like it's an unrealistic expectation of human beings. I don't think it's. Un I think honestly, it leads back to your point. Like you got two points, right? You can either beat Assad or you can come here and pick some grapes. No, like, those are no, I don't want you here. I don't want you here for the grapes. I got you. Want each year. Either stand your ground and be the side or die in the court. I don't care. Like it's the world, all right? Human beings have been fighting and doing shit for thousands of years. This is the nature of how we these, do things. These grapes. All right? If we can't talk about it, we got to fight about it. That's the rule. Everybody right. picking grapes. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, let's just move on to some closing statements. <laughs> obviously, everybody obviously we're at a point where it's getting, it's getting a little bit. <laughs> Hey, everybody, go be out here picking grapes. We got, we got immigration policy going on. Oh. New, new American uh, slogan. You want to come to America? You want to pick grapes? If you're not picking grapes, you can't come to America. Right, we got oh. grape picking jobs all day. That's it. That's pick it. these motherfucking grapes. Or not. You pick grapes or not. That's the new policy. That's or not. The only, that's grapes not. or not. That's the only fruit. We don't got bananas. We got nothing. You better pick grapes. Fuck everything We else. need our wine. We need our wine. <laughs> all right. Oh, um, that was a good one. Let's just move into some closing statements. Oh, shit. Uh, Steve, do you have any last words before we hand off? Yeah, Tiger Woods, <laughs> you, you have too much money to be getting these DUI, non-DUI charges. Motherfucker, I need your type of money. You got fucking money for days and you're over here getting... In I thought he was on drugs. 
Like yeah, he was. Yo, he is. Yeah, from his back. But you have <laughs> you have enough money for somebody to drive you around from day and night, wipe your ass and all that shit. And you want to go ahead and drive, nigga? I know what Percocet you know does. I know what Xanax does, nigga. You you forty one years old. Yeah, you forty one year. However, however old you should know what these drugs are doing. You are too old to be doing that. You have too much motherfucking money to be getting caught with some <laughs> dumb shit like that. Drive, have somebody drive you an Uber. Yeah. You can pay for that shit. Should grab the Uber or something. That's that's my get up. <laughs> exactly. Alright, um, for me, I just think that is something that I kind of mentioned before is we just need a government based on information. I mean, everybody has their specific talking points. Liberals have theirs. Republican has theirs. I mean, a lot of times I think these problems would be solved if people just studied the issue, found a solution and did those. Now, I understand people are going to have different views, but that's what you need to do. You need to talk it out, come to some kind of consensus. Pick and, grapes. Pick and grapes. Pick grapes. <laughs> if you're not coming into this country to pick some motherfucking grapes, don't come back I don't to talk this to motherfucker. <laughs> We got motherfuckers in California who need some grapes picked. <laughs> this motherfucker. I feel like we have Paul Ryan picking some grapes. <laughs> then we would have some solutions. He'd no. be like, oh, I understand the poverty policy right now. But let's pick these grapes no, so the, I can have y'all the, gra- the grapes don't. The grapes don't want to be, even be picked by Paul Ryan. Just like these um, don't hu- me. hundred and plus uh, middle school kids that didn't want to take a picture with him. The grapes yeah, don't want to have anything to do with that motherfucker either. Yo, I'm going to drop a quick plug for my blog. Um, I wrote a, I wrote a a big um, article on immigration. So if you guys really want to see my point of view, go to srone.com. That's S R O A N E.com. What's your you social media? What's your social media? Um, it's srone news. That's my Twitter. So if you want to check that out, it's just S R O A N E news. Um, that's my Twitter. You can check that out. I'm going to post it up there too. So if you want to see how I'm feeling on these issues, go check that out. Pharaoh, where are you at? Pharaoh, Tell them your uh, social yo, media. Yo, yo, yo. Tell them to pick so, some damn grapes. Uh, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Fuck those grapes, yo. Uh, this is Pharaoh. Uh, my closing remarks are pretty simple. You know, all knowledge is power, even if it's just a different point of view. So please engage with an open mind. Things don't have to be an argument. It's always a conversation. Yes. America was founded on two taboo conversations. Free your mind. What is the role of religion in government? And, and the what rest is will the follow. role of government in tell your lives? Tell them. So Preach. when people tell you not to talk about politics or religion, tell them to go fuck themselves. Preach. Because <laughs> that is what America was founded on. All right? So uh, my shameless plug is, you know, follow me on IG, Pharaoh Ra Odin. Uh, you got the mean game popping. Can you spell that for them, brother? Oh, my God. Sorry, just in case. Pharaoh. Ra, R-A, Odin, O-D-I-N. Good yeah, job. Good. And you can catch me, DJ Belvy, DJ Belvy, uh, on Twitter, DJ Belvy, on Instagram. Follow me. I just talk about just about everything that these motherfuckers are talking about. And picking grapes at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I, do I mean, that's going to be the main topic of conversation I think, every I think, week. Yeah. So, Who uh, needs to be picking the grapes? So this is a get up. You got S. Dot. You got Fair. You got me, DJ Belvy. We're here at PVA Studios right now. And catch us next time. Peace. Peace. Boom.